The AMA Moving Medicine podcast highlights innovation and emerging issues that impact physicians and patients today. Hello, this is the American Medical Association's Moving Medicine video and podcast. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Luis Padilla, Associate Administrator of the Bureau of Health Workforce in Rockville, Maryland, and he's going to discuss loan repayment and scholarship programs that provide financial incentives for medical students in exchange for their service in communities of need. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer in Chicago. Dr. Padilla, thanks so much for joining us. I want to talk about the special program, the National Health Service Corps. Can you give us a little background on, on what it is? Sure, thank you, Todd. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to discuss the National Service Corps. I'm always excited about this very important program that's been very impactful in my life, both personally and professionally. So the National Service Corps is a part of the Health Resources and Services Administration's versus broader effort to address health equity and expand care to vulnerable communities across the nation. And the program is celebrating its 50th year anniversary next year. So we're really excited about that. And at its core, the program is a loan scholarship program that supports clinicians and health professional students in exchange for their commitment to serve in areas where they need it the most. And the National Service Corps supports medical, dental, behavioral health clinicians to pay off their student debt through loan repayment and scholarship programs in exchange for working in relationship areas. And we know that's a huge problem, medical students coming out of, of med school with over $200,000 worth of, uh, of student loans. Uh, so that's enormous. You mentioned in your uh, introductory kind of uh, discussion there that this was personally important to you um, in terms of your own experience. Can you talk a little bit about how uh, that impacts your work? Well, it, it impacts my work every day. Uh, as a former National Service Corps scholar, um, as a medical student that was struggling to pay uh, uh, for my education, my, my family couldn't afford that. I'm the first in my family to attend college. Um, and it really was a, a life changer for me. Um, and that a scholarship afforded me the opportunity to serve at Unity Healthcare, Upper Cardozo Health Center, fulfill my obligation in 2004 before I came that center, became that center's uh, medical director. And I saw firsthand how, how the program is impacting both not just the debt relief uh, for these clinicians, but their opportunity to provide quality, competent care to these communities. Where does the funding uh, for this program come from? Well, as you know, as a federal program, the NHC is funded by Congress as part of its appropriated budget. And, and we're happy to note that in addition to our base funding, we receive uh, $800 million from the Biden-Harris Administration's American Rescue Plan. And those additional funds allowed us uh, to award the largest class of clinicians in program history, uh, with now over 20,000 National Service Corps uh, members, nearly 20,000 National Service Corps members serving in communities and across the country. And the funding is also going to allow us to award currently those clinicians currently working at those NHSC-approved sites. So it comes in from Congress. Uh, we appropriate those awards and support these clinicians in these communities. You took care of the nation. It's time for the nation to take care of you. The AMA stood by America's physicians and patients during the pandemic, and we're not stopping there. We're fixing prior authorization, leading the charge on Medicare payment reform, supporting telehealth, fighting scope creep, and reducing physician burnout. It's time to rebuild, and the AMA is ready. To learn more about the AMA Recovery Plan for America's Physicians, go to ama-assn.org slash time to rebuild. 
Um, and let's get a little bit more into the programs uh, themselves. You know, what talk a little bit more about the, the details around the programs that are offered. Sure. So we have an array of programs that are offered, but primarily these are loan scholarship opportunities that support uh, clinicians by paying off their debt or providing scholarship to pay for their health professions training program. Our longest established program is a National Service Force Scholarship Program, the one that I was involved in. And that covers tuition, full tuition fees, including a stipend to medical, dental, nursing students, and physician assistants in order for them to complete their education and then go work in areas where they need it the most for at least two years of service and commitment. Uh, but I also want to highlight Todd, that we support uh, fourth year medical students through our Students to Service uh, Loan Repayment Program that provides up to 120000 for medical, dental, nursing students, and physician assistants in their final year of training in school. And these awardees would then be obligated to provide two years in the initial community. That's a huge amount of money. And, you know, again, back to that statistic we talked about, a, a, a big portion of what a typical student would emerge from medical school with. Um, what about uh, programs for health professionals who want to stay and work uh, in these communities? Right. So those programs I mentioned earlier, those scholarship programs and our S2S program, but we offer opportunities for loan repayment. That is, those clinicians that are currently working in, in, um, in underserved rural areas in those communities where they need to provide, uh, we need to provide some support for loan debt uh, and the struggles that they have. And for that, we have our longstanding traditional loan repayment program that provides up to 50,000 um, for qualified working health professional student loan debt. It has an obligation of two years minimum. Um, participants that complete those two years can come on and they get priority for an additional year and they can continue the program until they're free of their educational debt. Uh, but along with our traditional program, we also offer support for through our substance use disorder workforce loan repayment program that provides up to 75,000 to qualified members of the substance use disorder treatment team and, and expanded uh, previously on disciplines to include pharmacists, registered nurses, and substance use disorder counselors. This is very important, as you know, right now at a time where we're struggling with substance use disorder, opioid use disorder. We reached a peak of 90,000 deaths last year as a result of substance use disorder and overdoses, but these programs are intended to provide those services. And as an, a further aspect of our loan repayment program, we offer what we call our rural community loan repayment program that provides up to 100,000, again, for substance use disorder treatment team members in those rural areas. And these both have, both have a three-year commitment. And uh, who can uh, you know, apply for programs like this? Well, um, we offer uh, opportunities to various disciplines, uh, are eligible through our various programs. Uh, but remember, the, the, the focus of the core is really focused on primary medical, dental, and behavioral health. So we support professionals like physicians, nurse practitioners, certified nurse midwives, physician assistants, dentists, dental hygienists, licensed clinical social workers, and health service psychologists to name a few. But that entire list can be found on nhsc.coaster.gov. Um in terms of timing, uh, when when would students uh, or uh, applicants apply for these programs? So we typically open our online application. Everything is done online. Um, we typically open that online application once a year, and we anticipate opening that up in the first part of November for our what we call our fiscal year 22 application cycle. During that period, uh, the application cycle will be open. 
um, any eligible applicant or interested applicant can go to our portal. Uh, they can get assistance, including information and webinars, question and answer sessions, and direct email and call center support to help them complete that application process. So again, everything is online, including their loan um, information is integrated into the system. They don't have to upload those manually. That comes into our system directly. So as a reminder, that URL is nhsc.versa.gov. And we'll show that on the screen there at the same time. Um, you know, last question. Obviously, uh, the big part of this is a commitment uh, to underserved communities. Uh, how uh, do you see those communities and minority populations benefiting from uh, programs like this? Well, as I mentioned, Donna, I mean, we were celebrating our 50th anniversary. And since we started this program, communities have benefited tremendously from having a consistent workforce that comes in and provides uh, quality, culturally competent care. We're now at over 66,000 alumni in this program through, through that 50-year period. Um, all of these communities benefit from increased access to oral health, primary care, ob guide services, mental health services, substance use disorder services now. The array of disciplines that we surprised, that, that I, um, I shared are critical uh, in assuring that we have access. And really at the end of the day, communities are benefiting from having a consistency uh, and having clinicians who are committed uh, to providing services in low and low communities, uh, let alone the fact that we stress integration of services, whether it's primary care, behavioral health, oral health and primary, and primary care, or even public health and primary care now in the time of COVID. That integrated approach to services is really what we look for in our sites and our clinicians and communities benefit from that as well. Well, it sounds like an amazing program and much needed based on the conversations I've been able to have with many medical students out there. Again, find out more information at nhsc.hrsa.gov and find out what programs might be right for you. Dr. Padilla, thanks so much for being with us here today and sharing uh, the details of these important programs. Uh, that's it for today's Moving Medicine video and podcast. We'll be back with another segment soon. Uh, in the meantime, be sure to click subscribe on the AMA's YouTube channel, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Find all our videos and podcasts at ama-assn.org slash podcast. Thanks for joining us. Please take care. This has been Moving Medicine, a podcast by the American Medical Association. Subscribe to other great AMA podcasts available wherever you listen to yours or visit ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thank you for listening.